Bonjour, bitches. Hello, hello. Welcome. It's been a hot minute. Um, I've been busy getting used to my stubble on my head and shitting myself for a week straight. But we'll get to that. Let's chat about my hair. Um, so it's been a minute since I shaved the head. And I don't know. I think my body is just like determined to do everything that it's not supposed to do because like my hair is growing and I'm still getting chemo so like that's not supposed to be happening um like it's still patchy don't get me wrong but I'm just like not sure really what's going on my hair is not supposed to be growing it's 1000% growing back hopefully that means that I'll get my hair back sooner than other people but like I'm not sure why my body can't just, you know, figure its shit out and do what it's supposed to do because boy, oh boy, this week has not been what it's supposed to. So question for the group. Have you ever shit yourself for a week straight? Because I have. This was my past week. Truly, I have never experienced shitting problems this severe in my 24 years on planet Earth. Um, because it was literally for a week straight with no, 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 like ebbs and flows, just like a constant, uncomfortable shit storm, a literal shit show, for lack of a better word. I literally survived on ramen noodles and mashed potatoes because any, well, I say anything else upset my stomach. That's a lie. The mashed potatoes and the ramen noodles upset my stomach. But, like, a bitch needs to eat. But I literally went, like, a day and a half without eating. Because I was, like, I will will my body into not shitting myself today. Like, I just refuse. I refuse to shit myself. Unfortunately, um, that's not a mental thing that you can tell your body not to do. And I think my body was like, haha, bitch, fuck you. I'm gonna, you know, kick it up a notch. So it did, and for a week straight, um, me and my toilet have been best friends, and you know, maybe I should filter this, but I'm not going to, because this is reality. This is reality for a bitch with IBS, who also, the drugs that I'm getting for chemo, the biggest side effect is like explosive diarrhea, and I haven't had that since this whole shit show started, so I guess my body was like, your turn. But, like, God fucking damn it, an entire week? And, like, constantly shitting yourself really interrupts your normal life. Like, majorly. Not only does it put me in the most sour mood. Like, I don't know about you, but if I'm having stomach issues, like, do not speak to me. It's the same as if I'm hangry. Like, you better run the opposite direction because I will kill you in your sleep. Like, my stomach issues are just, like, they really just bring me down. And then you really take for granted when you have a really good stomach day. You're like, wow, I forgot what it was like to not have to be near a toilet (sighs) 24-7. Anyway, didn't sleep for, like, four days straight because I was waking up in the middle of the night to shit. Um, Yeah, it was fucking terrible. I was on a call with a psychiatrist like, a Zoom call so she could see me. And, like, how do you tell the person who's providing you mental health medication that you need to hang up the phone before you shake your pants? Like, is that something you can put them on hold for? Because I didn't. 
I was clenching. But, like, could I have put her on hold? Is that socially acceptable? I just don't know. And, like, we're already talking about all of your mental health issues. Like, do I really need to tell this girl about... Like, she's my age, very clearly. Do I really need to tell her about also my stomach issues? Like, I just don't know. I feel like I already have lost the majority of my dignity. I only have a little bit left. I kind of need to, like, savor it where it's still, you know, where it still is, if you know what I mean. And that does not involve talking about my stomach issues or giving people updates on my shit. Because that also has happened this week. People have needed updates on the status of my shitting. And I've had to disappoint many people many times. Because for a week straight, this was happening to me. Today, actually, is the first morning that I've woken up and not had to shit my pants. So I would say that's a victory. Um, I have to say that vibes are a lot higher because of that. So, that is a plus. I had a celebrity moment this week. Don't worry, you can still have my autograph. So, I have a favorite podcast. It's called Absolutely Not. And the host is a comedian. Her name is Heather. She's fucking hysterical. If you don't listen to this podcast, I'm not sure what you're doing with your life. Um, So, basically, she has this hotline where... Every week, people call in and they leave a voicemail for her and they're like, they tell their absolutely nots of life. So an absolutely not could be like, absolutely not to, you know, the guy I went home with last night and he didn't tell me that he lives with his parents. Just like stupid, funny shit like that. And she's hysterical. And so I called in and I was like, Heather, you know, absolutely not to being diagnosed with breast cancer at 23. This shit sucks. Like, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. So, y'all, she played my voicemail. And I was just so shook. So, she basically, of course, she started by making it funny because she's fucking hilarious. And she was just like, oh, like, I feel so bad for you, blah, blah. It was her and her gay friend. Um, and they were talking about how they have, like, a huge wig collection, so, like, shall I get free wigs? Like, who knows? That would be amazing. But something that she said that actually really stood out to me was, so her dad died of cancer, and she was like, you should keep a notebook of all the stupid shit that people ask you when you have cancer. And I was thinking about this, like, I don't know if I've necessarily gotten, like, stupid questions but I think that like keeping a notebook of all the just the stupid shit that people say to you not really questions but just the dumb shit like someone earlier on when I got diagnosed asked me what the side effects of chemo were like I'm sorry how the fuck do you not know what the side effects of chemo are I mean it's not a vacation in Paris it's not fucking fun is that, that's pretty much all you need to know. I feel like I knew the side effects of chemo before I got chemo, before I even knew I had cancer. You sweat, you shit, and you're fucking tired, and you vomit all the time. It's not fun. It's not cute. So stop asking me stupid shit. Oh my goodness. But I guess some people are asking her how her dad got cancer. Like, how the fuck do you know how you got cancer? No one fucking knows. You know, someone 
Ooh, wait a second. I do have I do have a stupid thing someone said to me. Oh my god, this is good shit. Someone asked me, "How do you how do you think you got your genetic mutation?" How do I think I got my genetic mutation? How the literal fuck should I know? I was not involved in the creation of me. My parents are absolutely not smart enough to figure out how to give someone a genetic mutation. I don't think that's something they could do, even if they were smart enough to do that. So, like, what the fuck? I don't know how I got a genetic mutation. You think I rolled out of the womb praying for one? No. Um, I would rather not have this genetic mutation. So take your stupid question and shove it up your ass. That's my thing. Just saying. That would probably be the number one stupid thing that someone asked me, but I'm confident that there is and will be more. Like, the possibilities are just endless, in my opinion. But that was my celebrity moment of the week. And, you know, Heather has my number. And if she reaches out to me, I just would like everyone to know that you will never be hearing from me again because I will be quitting life, becoming a hashtag influencer, um... Lululemon, where's my sponsorship? These are just the things that I'm really thinking about. That was a very big moment for me, though, because, you know, there's something about, like, going through shit, but when you have dark humor, that's a very specific, like, subset of the world. There's only a fair few who actually have, like, good dark humor and who can really, like, get down with me, and she is one of those people so the fact that she literally right after she listened to my voicemail she goes oh Liz what the fuck what the actual fuck and I just feel like that's the perfect reaction to me telling someone that I have cancer like I could not think of a better reaction because it is like what the fuck I'm too young for this shit that should absolutely oh my god did I just have a stroke Hello, that should absolutely be everyone's first reaction. What the fuck? Because there is no rhyme or reason to what's going on right now. There's no logic. There's no like karma. I mean, I have never been so horrible to deserve this in my opinion. So I don't think karma's involved. But like, that is the reaction that I'm looking for when I tell people. What the fuck? So Heather, the moral of the story is that I love you. And... The other moral of the story is that in this newfound celebrity of mine, I will still be looking for cash endorsements from people, so send them my way. Um, I will not be, I will not return them. They're always welcome. So another thing that I've discovered this week is that, you know, the world is 100% against me and I'm going to tell you why. So in my grad school class, I, obviously I'm taking one class, you know, we have lectures and then we have a midterm and a final. So my midterm that I already took was the day after my third chemo infusion. So, you know, we're already like, hello world, the day after chemo, seriously. And I was kind of like too, well, I was going to say that I was too late to figure out another plan, but I really just procrastinated making another plan. Like, I'm sure if I reached out to my advisor, she would have changed the date of my midterm. But I procrastinated doing that. So I took it the day after chemo. I did great. Got an 86. Was very proud of myself. You know, that's a, I'm not someone who's like, I need an A plus or I'm going to die. I will absolutely take an 86 and I will ride with that to the end of time. 
So we're running into a similar issue. My final, I just figured out last week, is going to be the day after my fifth chemo infusion. So here's my question. If I did well on the midterm, which was also the day after chemo, like, do I risk it and just send it and take the final the normal day? Or do I reach out to my advisor? Here's my other thing. I don't think I'd want to take it later. I would want to take it earlier. And I just don't know if, but then I'm like, do I need that extra day of studying? In reality, I'm probably not going to use the extra day to study. I'm probably going to use it to like beep bop around and do some shit that I is irrelevant to anything school related. But like my mentality is so fucked up and paranoid that I'm like, I could reach out to my advisor, but like, Ooh, what if she finds me annoying for reaching out to her and asking for an accommodation because of my cancer, because it's the day after chemo and blah, 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 fuggity, blah, blah, blah. In reality, my advisor is the sweetest woman ever and she would move heaven and earth to make this happen for me. But then I'm like, I don't want to use it if I don't need it. Here's That's the issue with chemo. It's like you could roll out of bed the next day and be like, let's fucking go. I'm ready to go run a marathon. Actually, let me just say, that's my experience. You know, other people 1000% have different experiences. My personal experience is that there are some infusions where I'm like, let's go, let's do this bitch, go get me a coffee and a sausage, egg and cheese. There are other days where I'm like, if you come within six feet of me, I will shit on you and then scream at you because I'm in such a bad mood because I feel like such a pile of shit. So it can go one way or the other. The other issue is my class is at one o'clock. So it kind of like gives it time for, you know, the grossness to kind of flourish. And I would say come back in fuller force. I would almost rather it be in the morning so I could just like wake up, pound it out and then go to bed for the rest of the day. So I just I'm really torn on what I want to do. And it, you know, it's not like this stuff is stuff you can study for. It's all open note because we have all of this like diagnostic criteria for different illnesses. So you kind of just have to like know what you know. So I don't even really know what an accommodation would do, but I'm just having a, you know, internal dilemma about that. So please let me know your thoughts. I'm just trying to get through school without failing out at this point, you know, Obviously, we're surviving, not thriving. We're doing our best. But ya bitch still got the big C. That's what we've been calling it in my house, the big C. No, it does not mean I have chlamydia. No, it does not mean I have COVID. I think I'd rather have chlamydia and COVID at the same time than have cancer. But, you know, beggars can't be choosers. So here we are with the big C. Um, But yeah, those, those are my thoughts on the week. But my biggest thought... As I sign off today is please get ready to cheer on Simone Biles because, I mean, she's the GOAT and I love her and I can't wait to become her best friend. So whenever that'll happen, let me know. But aside from that, peace and love, y'all. Peace and love. Bye.